Welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. This is Michael Benner, your host every Sunday for the Mystery School. Today is January 13 of 2013, one thirteen thirteen. I like that number. <laughs> it's a, really, for many people, a very lucky number, an esoteric number. The interesting story about how 13 got its bad rap. I think it really had to do, as I recall now, as uh, a couple of hundred years ago, the uh, King of France killing a bunch of members of the Knights Templar on Friday the 13th. And so even though here we are in the year 2013, many tall buildings still have no 13th floor because (laughs) nobody wants to rent on the 13th floor. Uh, We're a funny creature, funny species, human beings. I wonder how long it'll be before we uh, learn to feel safe in the presence of such a lucky number, 13. Anyway, thanks for being with us today, whether live for the podcast by web stream or telephone or Skype for that matter. Remember, we do have local numbers all over the U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Australia to help you avoid toll calls. And you can also listen to the podcast or download from the built-in player on our website, theagelesswisdom.com. All of these free forum classes from 1 till one twenty-five or so Sunday afternoon. This class is followed by a premium training, which is, of course, tuition-based and therefore password-protected. You're welcome to join us. You can enroll just for a single class or a 13-week quarter for a nice discount. A full-year subscription gives you the deepest discount. Our topic for the day today is the spiritual warrior. I remember years ago, the first time that I heard this concept or this phrase, if you will, spiritual warrior, it sounded, of course, as it is, I believe, intended to sound, like a contradiction in terms. How could a warrior be spiritual? People in war pray a lot, but to reconcile war, especially our modern wars, our imperial wars, our wars of adventure and venture, of plunder is that black gold, that oil under the ground. That's mostly what it's about. And then secondarily, just balance of power, so-called, fighting that Cold War domino effect, right? So the United States currently has troops, combat troops stationed in 130 nations, Pretty well-kept secret. Most Americans don't realize they're funding what amounts to an occupying force. Of course, we're a democracy, so that covers a lot of sins. We're we're friendly, easy to get along with in most cases, so that allows us to do a lot in terms of uh, our military that a more aggressive, more obviously imperial nation would not be allowed to do. So could you be part of that and still be spiritual? And if you are spiritual, then what does it mean to be a warrior? 
This is what we're going to talk about here in the Free Forum, uh, the Mystery School podcast, and then in depth, of course, as we have the opportunity in the premium training, which is usually 80 or 90 minutes in length, we can stretch out a little bit and go a lot deeper, cover a lot more ground, and do a longer meditation as well. So if you get a chance sometime during this program, if you're listening live in particular, or even during that little five-minute break between this program and the premium training, jump on over to theagelesswisdom.com. The T-H-E is part of it, as you know, I'm sure. The W is dot theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and then premium training with your bank card. You can sign up in uh, 60 seconds or so. By the way, I've never had a request for PayPal. Isn't that odd? If that's keeping you from being a subscriber, would you let me know? Because we have other ways. And I've thought about hooking PayPal up. I've just never had a demand for it or a request. So our sites are secure. You look for the S at the end of the URL. If the HTTP ends in an S, my site or any site on the Internet, then it's a secure site. So look for the HTTP S for secure before the colon and the double slash on any URL. And that says it's a secure site. It's double encrypted, triple encrypted. Nobody's hacking through. But it's not a good idea to put bank card numbers in email, for example. And so we have other ways of doing that. And uh, yet, if you like PayPal, let me know. Shoot me an email and say, yeah, that's the only thing that's prevented me. Nobody's ever said this to me, but it may be. So my initials at theagelesswisdom.com, MB, Michael Benner, like Mary Baker, at theagelesswisdom.com. So spiritual warrior, well, a spiritual warrior is fearless. A warrior needs to be fearless. I put a quotation in this week's Personal Empowerment Newsletter by Carlos Castaneda, where he says, The warrior is already dead, and so he has nothing to lose. The worst is over, and so he is calm and fearless. He's speaking, of course, of the spiritual warrior, but this is the samurai, this is the ninja, this is the martial artist who makes war from a place of deep peace and tranquility. And indeed, it is a paradox. It is a contradiction in terms. Isn't it Sun Tzu and the art of war, that uh, ancient Chinese classic who says the best victory is avoiding war altogether. So this is the spiritual warrior born of a sense of I fight only when I need to, only when it's a matter of self-defense, and as a skilled martial artist, my duty, my responsibility is to protect those who are weak or not as skilled, busy in the fields, women caring for children or men caring for children for that matter, but this is ancient stuff. Roles were pretty well defined in those days. Older people, handicapped, anybody that cannot 
protect themselves and defend themselves adequately, these are the subjects of the spiritual warrior, the martial artist. Now, European and American sense of militarism is part of a larger philosophy, kind of a rugged individualism, manifest destiny. Um, We have been the colonizers uh, even before the United States, the English, the French, the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Italians, the Dutch, they're colonizers. They go around the world and take what they want, the plunder, the land, the slave labor. This is in our not-so-ancient past, fairly recent history. The so-called European Renaissance of the 14th and 15th centuries supposedly put an end to a lot of that. But we don't have the sense in warfare, not so much anyway, of fearlessness. We refer to courage. The American and European warrior seeks to be brave, seeks to be courageous. And I suppose that's a quality of fearlessness, depending upon how you look at it, but I see that as a denial, a kind of courage, I'm saying in the Western Hemisphere generally, part of its whole philosophy, is that courage is fearlessness and absence of fear that never was. Where the spiritual warrior becomes fearless by facing his fear. This is the most important distinction that I'm going to make today that it's not the ignorance of danger or the denial. It's not pretending there is no danger and therefore I'm foolishly fearless and calling that courage or bravery. But I have faced my fear because I recognize this is the martial artist or the samurai, the ninja, the Eastern philosopher, the spiritual warrior, Facing fear because I realize that fear ultimately represents not danger, but what I don't yet know about the danger. Indeed, most of our fear has nothing to do with danger at all. As you've heard me say many times, it's primarily a feeling, fear by any name, anxiety, stress, worry, apprehension, (laughs) nervousness, All fear is fear of the unknown. By any name, fear is about what you don't know, what you do not understand, what you are not aware of. And self-ignorance, of course, not knowing yourself, stands at the center of all of our fears, anxieties, and stresses. So a spiritual warrior, then, you may conclude, if you're following this logic, is one who faces the fear of knowing himself and seeing that as primary to understanding the need for self-defense or any threat from the external world. That before you look for the danger or the unknown and what exists out there in the world, you look at the danger... (laughs) the fear that comes from not knowing yourself, not understanding your individuality. And and what we do know about ourselves is mostly what we see in other people. 
we strive to be like other people and deny or disown our uniqueness. For as I've also said many times, but it bears repeating, we are not just diverse creatures, we are unique. In a universe that refuses to even replicate snowflakes or grains of sand, I mean, what's the deal here? Why this need for uniqueness, not just this appreciation of diversity as a, as a quality of beauty, perhaps, or as necessary to the quality that is beauty. No, it's more than diversity, it's uniqueness. And so you'd think that individuals would be mostly concerned with the fear of self-ignorance, the fear of not understanding what makes you tick and why you feel and think and act and believe as you do. And most people have no idea and they have no interest. And this is the source of their fear that they then project, don't you see, onto an unknown world. Though we are beyond diverse to unique, there is such a thing as rapport and empathy and sympathy and compassion, but it requires and is limited to your understanding of yourself. You look at another person and attempt to understand them. As you begin to judge them, you realize, well, I could do that all mentally, or I could draw upon my empathy, my emotion, but that would require me to know myself. Like, I understand why they're so happy. I understand why they're so angry. I understand why they're so depressed or sad and dejected because I can relate to that. I've been there too. So the spiritual warrior is the man and the woman who is willing to define the first primary, (laughs) the most important enemy of all, as the ignorance of not understanding yourself. You face the fear that are your own internal demons, your own darkness, your own confusion and anxiety and, and stress about whether you're good enough or smart enough or pretty enough or rich enough or powerful enough or sexy enough or whatever. You face that fear. That's your enemy. This is what a spiritual warrior does. They become fearless not by calling it bravery or courage and just ignoring or denying fear and danger. The spiritual warrior faces his and her fear and danger. In fact, like Robert Frost in that wonderful poem about the snowy woods and coming upon the road less traveled, and he takes the road less traveled. This is right out of Buddhism, whether Frost knew it or not. And Eastern philosophy, and really all mystical traditions, is if your path forks, you take the one that's even more frightening. This is the spiritual warrior. This is what the great mythologist and mystic Joseph Campbell has defined as the hero's journey. This is the story of stories. 
If you're a writer, if you like to tell stories, as we say in Hawaii, talk a story, if you like to spin yarns, <laughs> you should know that the ultimate story is the hero's journey. For whether our hero, the protagonist, who, yes, usually needs an antagonist, you know how it goes, a little yin and yang, a little tension for the benefit of the readers and the viewers of your story. But whatever fears they encounter, maybe they're real fears, people with guns and shooting and war or organized crime or whatever. Maybe it's romance, maybe it's family disputes, maybe it's fantasy and science fiction, but there's always the element of excitement. I won't say always. Often there's some sort of excitement, right? Even in comedies or so-called chick flicks, you know, romance stories, there's fears as a, you might not call it the fear of real clear and present danger, but there's anxiety and worry and nervousness and so the hero's journey in every story is that of the spiritual warrior, the main character, our protagonist, facing his or her personal internal fears. This is what the word crusades is supposed to mean in a spiritual sense. It never really meant going out into the world and killing human beings, but that was something the church in Rome decided to do was raise an army because under Constantine and the, many of the early founders of the church, that was the purpose of the church. It was a state. It needed an army. And, you know, proclaiming you're ultimately spiritual and religious in nature, Christian soldiers, you know, onward fighting to save souls and all of that. But it's really, you know, killing people and plunder like every other war. This is the jihad in Islam. And again, the fundamentalist takes it literally out into the world. This is the prime error of fundamentalism. All fundamentalists need to be careful of taking things a little too literally so the jihad is not about killing the heathen, Christian, the Jew, the, the Buddhist, the Hindu, the non-Muslim. The jihad ultimately, ask any Sufi or moderate Muslim, they'll tell you the jihad is personal. It's, in a, it's a battle against your internal demons, your temptations. A religious person would say they're sinning nature. I'm going to call it fear. Why do people do bad things? You say, oh, because they're greedy, they're mean, they're lustful, they want power, they're selfish. They're... Yeah, well, all of that is born out of fear. You say, I thought fear was only about danger. Then broaden your scope and your understanding as you approach this idea of embodying in your life the hero's journey. Be the spiritual warrior not who ignores or denies the danger or his fear, her fear, but one who faces that fear, who takes the road least traveled, who goes where it's even scarier. I'll take that path for ultimately it represents what I do not know. How would I know it and be fearless and at peace if I didn't face it? Face what you do not know, the deepest, darkest fear, to become 
fearless. Psychologists often say the only way out is through. Or you cannot heal what you refuse to feel. Feeling it is part of the process. So take a minute right now and close your eyes. If this is a good time for you, you may be speeding down the freeway. This would not be a good time for you, but put it on pause. You can come back. And if it is a good time, close your eyes, get comfortable. Take a few nice, slow, deep breaths ah, and relax. Feel safe. Inhaling through the nose slowly, fill your lungs, hold as you peak, and as you exhale, ah, feel the muscles unwinding and relaxing. Create and sense a letting go feeling from head to toe. You can even feel your scalp relaxing when you put your awareness on the space around your ears. You'll feel that area sag or droop as you relax your scalp and your face and even your tongue. And imagine yourself in your mind's eye in a beautiful place of peace a home base, a place where you're always safe. Making plans to leave this place of beauty and safety and peace, to go on a great adventure, like Bilbo or Frodo's adventures out of the Shire, which was certainly a safe place. And yet they ventured forth into the unknown. This is the hero's journey. This is the path of the spiritual warrior. And if the road divides, you take the one that's not more dangerous, but the one that's least well-known, the path least traveled. You face your fear. You go where chances for adventure are the greatest. And in this way, you begin to understand yourself. Why you think, feel, and act the way you do. Qualities of emotional and spiritual intelligence that logic and reasoning could never access. Deep feelings well up from within you that give you an unreasonable, ineffable, but very clearly real and valid strength, a quality of peace and fearlessness that feed each other as you move deeper and deeper into knowing yourself, understanding yourself, releasing, therefore, the need to judge others and feeling safe and relaxed in the world serving those, protecting and defending those who are perhaps not as skilled as you at facing their fear. Take a deep breath, and as you exhale now, feel a letting go. Open your eyes, wide awake, alert, back in the room, feeling fine, better than before. 
Join us for the premium training. Register or enroll if you haven't already at theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars, then premium training. We'll see you over there in a minute. Watch your newsletter each week. Email me at mb at theagelesswisdom.com anytime you'd like. My initials at theagelesswisdom.com. And thanks a lot for being here. Have a wonderful day and rest of the week. Talk to you next week. So long from L.A. Be gentle. Love life. Take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. <laughs>